This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio, and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a wealthy ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. That's right, that's right. It only takes a minute to change your life. The minute, the moment you make a decision and move in a new direction is the minute you change your life. You have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon you. You can't refuse it. You didn't seek it. You didn't choose it. But it's up to you to use it. You must suffer if you lose it. Give account if you abuse it. Just a tiny little minute. But your eternities are all wrapped up in it. And I am grateful for this opportunity to be on with you, to speak to you wherever you may be, in your car, in your office, in your truck, in your home, wherever you may be, and even in the gym now. People say they listen in the gym on the portable uh, radios and podcasts and all of the above. So wherever you are, I am grateful you're taking time to listen to this, and I'm grateful for you doing something that I am gratefully appreciative of. That's telling other people about Willie Jolly and the Willie Jolly Show and the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast and all the things we're doing to inspire and encourage people around the globe. I want to thank you for your help and for your support because we want to we want to maximize the lives of millions of people. We want to inspire millions and you make that happen for those people who don't know about me. So keep sharing, keep spreading the love. All right. Now, you know, I take a moment at the beginning of every show to give God some glory, to give him some praise, to thank him for all that he does. I know everybody doesn't believe like I believe, but I make it clear that I am grateful for who has blessed me, and I give him praise, and I give him honor, and I give him glory. So I'm thankful for this show. I'm thankful for the blessings of the speaking and the books and all the other things. But most of all, I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for another day. Every day above ground is a good day. You don't believe it? Try missing one. (laughs) So I say every day is a blessing and I'm grateful. Well, today I've got a blessing for you. 
I've got a blessing for you because I've got a friend of mine who has blessed me many, many times over the years. She, that's right, I'm going to say she because her name might throw you off. She is one of the most creative thinkers I've ever met. That's the truth. That's the truth. When people in the speakers industry say we want a creative thought, we want a creative idea, they all point to her. They say, call her. And they, they call and they, they get blessed like I was blessed. When I was working on the follow-up book to my book, A Setback is a Setup for a Comeback. I was working on the book. I've been working on it. And, and I was in the midst of trying to come up a way to help people through their financial and their money problems when they have a setback that has a financial issue to it. They might have had a rift or they might have been downsized or they might have been foreclosed on. They needed a bailout and they might have had just had a difficult financial situation, a setback. And I couldn't get the, the thoughts together. I was going to call it turning your money woes around or turning your setbacks into some sort of money comeback. I called this lady and she quickly said, oh, Willie, the name of your book should be, you got a setback as a setup for a comeback is the first book. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, okay, yeah, I got that. She said, okay, well, your next book will turn your setbacks into greenbacks. What? <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? That's it. Drop the mic. <laughs> I said, that's it. And that book has gone on to sell and sell and sell. So I am grateful that my friend is on the line with me. Her name is Sam Horn. That's right. Her name is Sam Horn. And she is iconic in the speaking industry. She's the founder and CEO of the Intrigue Agency, which helps people craft intriguing communications, ideas that get people's eyebrows to go up and say, wow. Have you ever noticed people, and she'll tell you more about it, when, when people don't understand, their eyebrows frown. But when they get something, they say, ooh, the eyebrows go up. She gets people to get eyebrows up. She is on a mission to help people create the life, the work, and the relationships of their dreams. Her books have become bestsellers. Tung Fu, the book Pop, and the Washington Post bestseller Got Your Attention. They've been endorsed by Tony Robbins, Stephen Covey, Seth Godin, been featured in the New York Times and on NPR. She has had the privilege of speaking to over half a million people around this globe and to such organizations as Boeing, Intel, Capital One, Cisco, Nationwide, National Geographic, and YPO, Young Presidents Organization. She's going to share some insights today from her new book, Someday is Not a Day of the Week. When I read the piece on it, I called her, picked her up immediately, picked up the phone immediately and said, I got to interview you because she comes up with the titles that intrigue you. She also started the Maui Writers Conference, which was the biggest author writers conference in the world for many years till she decided that she wanted to do some new things with her life. She is doing some new, incredible things with her life now. She's going to tell you how to do some new, incredible and wonderful things with your life and to do it now. So I've given the thumbnail sketch about who she is. Sam Horn, why don't you fill in the blanks? Give everybody a little bit more about who you are, where you come from, and all the above. 
Well, I hope people, unless they're driving, even if they're at the gym, just take five minutes to go and uh, get some paper or get their, their cell phone, their digital device, because, Willie, we are not going to waste time on ivory tower theories that have no relevance in people's life. We're going to talk about things you can do today to be happier and healthier. We're going to talk about uh, some dreams that you've put off, you've postponed it, you just don't have the time or the money or you're busy or taking care of your family. We're going to show that there are things you can do right now to put the light back on in your eyes. So uh, if people want to take notes, I guarantee they're going to be looking at these notes in the days and weeks ahead, sharing them, talking about them over dinner with friends and uh that's our whole goal is that this time is inspiring, intriguing, and useful. Sound good? Sounds great to me. So let's get it on. Then. Let's get it on and talk about what Sam Horn is all about and what she does. She has this book, uh, and, and she has written a number of books, and they always encourage people to think differently. What I like about Sam is that she's, first of all, a... a provocateur of quotes. I've never seen anybody use quotes more fantastically than Sam Horn. And then she goes in the, in the depth, in the, in the weeds of those, those quotes, dig down in them and say, here's what the real message is to help you. If uh, uh, an achiever might say something, then they, she'll say, now let me tell you what the real juice that comes out of this. So what prompted you to write a book called Someday is not a day in the week. Well, you were just talking about quotes, Willie. And so it was something my son said to me is that I just finished a two-day consult. I was exhausted. He called and he sensed something in my voice. And he said, what's up, Mom? And I said, Andrew, I am so exhausted. I don't even know how I can get on that plane tonight. I've got to take the red eye back to D.C. and then fly back to the West Coast in a couple of days. And he said, you know, Mom, Brene Brown says exhaustion is not a status symbol. Mm. <laughs> you know, and Willie, how many people talk about how busy they are, about how they haven't had a day off in weeks, you know, is it they didn't even take their vacation last year because, you know, they just uh, had an important project to finish or they are working nights or they go in on Saturday. And work is not supposed to be the holy grail, Willie. It is um, one of the things we talk about in some days, not a day in the week, is that many people think that fun is something we do when our work is done, right? Mm. And many of us, our work is never done, so we never have fun. So we're weeks and months and years go by, and then we look in the mirror and we don't even recognize that person staring back at us. And maybe we're responsible and we think we're doing the right thing and we, we've got a family to take care of, and we've got employees and coworkers and customers, and we're putting everyone else first and ourselves last. And one of the things we'll be talking about today is that it's not selfish to do one thing a week that you look forward to and that you enjoy. It's smart. It's not selfish. It's smart. I love the story in the book about the person who had a job in the city and had a home out in the suburbs, about an hour and 15-minute commute. And they would leave. It was dark when they left in the morning. It was dark when they got home in the evening. And they did, that was their whole routine. And they had not a lot of social life. And one day, the person, I think it was a woman, said, I, 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 I just realized that I'm not 
living my life. I'm not living my best life. Yeah, I'm making money, but I'm not having fun. And so she downsized. She got a uh, asked a friend, you know anybody who might have something in the city? She said, oh, one of my friends is is selling her apartment. It's, it's right near Metro and da-da-da-da-da. And, and she got this smaller apartment, got rid of some stuff, and moved in. And then it was a 15-minute uh, train ride to work. Left 15 minutes for you or 20 minutes for you, had to be at work, enjoyed life, got home for 20 minutes, thought of socializing, going to restaurants, doing things, and said so my life transformed when I took action and didn't wait. Willie, I love that story, too, because it is such an example about how people feel locked in. They feel like they don't have any options. You know, it's like I've got this big mortgage that I'm paying or I'm commuting two hours a day or it's like, you know, I, I have one day off a week and that's full of chores and who has time. And what she saw was that, you know, she had this house that she had bought out in the country, but she didn't have any time to spend in the house. Like you said, she left in the morning when it was dark and she got home after dark. And then on Saturday, which was her day off, she's running around doing chores. So here she has this house. She's working to pay the mortgage, and she's never even in the house that she's working to pay right. for. And so she just started asking questions, and that's what I'm going to recommend. If you're listening to this right now and you feel locked in, things aren't the way you want, start asking questions. Does it have to be this way? Who says it has to be this way? Maybe I don't need more money. She was actually able to sell her house, as you said. She found an apartment and that was 15 minutes from work. Now, she, you know, she, instead of getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning and being out at O Dark 100, she gets up at 6.30. She's at work. <laughs> you feel she's at work. It's, you know, 7.30. She's home by 5.30. Now she has a social life. Like you said, she's dating. She's going to restaurants. She hadn't seen a movie in four years because who had time. Now she said... The quality of her life, and she's not making more money than she did, but she's actually saving money on all those tolls, on all that parking, on all that car maintenance and so forth. And so by being creative and by simply thinking maybe I'm not locked in, maybe if I'm innovative with my own life without making any more money, I could give myself the gift of time. I can give myself more of what I really want, which is a social life with friends, instead of spending two or three hours a day, every day, commuting, sitting on a highway. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, we got to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. we got more to come. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and my special guest is Sam Horn. For sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. 
Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources. And get on wjspeaks.com and hit that all access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind the scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask is that you pass it on because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I am excited that I got my special friend, my dear friend, the one and only Sam Horn. And that's right, it's a lady named Sam Horn who is, for those who don't know her or have not heard about her, she is a best-selling author of a number of books, Tongue Fu Pop, and the Washington Post bestseller, Get Your Attention, I mean, Got Your Attention, and she is a New York Times person on uh, NPR, and now she's on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show. And But here's what I really love about Sam. She has helped so many speakers, many many times we could go through a bunch of uh, titles that you would know and they are emanating from the mind of Sam Horn. She's an creative genius and she just comes up with these ideas that make people go, wow. And that's what I love about her. And she gives it freely. You know, one of the things, Sam, that I've always been impressed or have always been impressed with is your willingness to give. I mean, you have done this for years. You started the Maui uh, Writers Conference to give people information on how to become writers, how to become best-selling authors. You've started so many things around different parts of the country just to bless others. Where did that come from? What, what, what is it that inspires that in you? You know, Catherine Graham of the Washington Post said, to do what you love and feel that it matters, how could anything be more fun? 
And the only thing more fun, Willie, is to do what we love and feel that it matters and do it with people we enjoy and respect and get paid for it. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's what I get to do. And, you know, there's a story in the book about a pivotal decision that I made early in life that has set up this serendestiny where I get to lead this life where the light is on in my eyes, is that I was trying to decide my college major, and my, my counselors were telling me that I should be a doctor or a lawyer so I could use my mind. Well, I'd grown up playing sports, and I wanted to study recreation administration. And now a couple people thought that was a joke career, that it was a slacker major. And, uh, and yet it was, it was what fulfilled me and what, what I wanted to do. And I was very fortunate because my dad gave me Goethe's quote, W.H. Murray, where he talks about boldness has genius in it. And that when you do not make a decision that the, that the universe, providence, God cannot help, and I'm asking people right now who are listening to this, are, are you trying to make a decision? Are you at a crossroads? Are you trying to choose your next step? And are you getting lots of advice, and it's logical advice, and it makes sense to maybe get a job that will pay well or to study a major that will always be secure? But does it somehow depress you? Does your soul kind of sag when you hear it? But is there something that makes your soul sing is there something that calls to you, that's meaningful for you, that lights you up? I am promising you that if you invest in your gut and follow those nudges to do what lights you up, you can make a career out of it. And the rest of your life, you will be doing, you will be Catherine Gramming your life. You will be doing meaningful work that you love, that you're good at, that people will pay you for. I've got many, many examples of people who at that crossroads, instead of following advice that made their, their heart hurt, they followed what they really wanted to do, what was passionate, and as a result, decades later, they still feel very grateful when they look at their life because they know that they're making a difference and they're making a living. Absolutely, and I love that quote as well that you talked about, the, the Goethe and the uh the quote about yeah. co commitment. In fact, in my new book, Attitude of Excellence, I have that, that quote as well. I've had it in another book. It, it reads this for those who are unfamiliar with the quote. Until one is committed, there's hesitance, the chance to draw back. Always in effectiveness concerning all acts of initiative and creation. There's one elemental truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans, that the moment one commits oneself, then providence, and I put in there the hand of God, moves also. All sorts of things occur to help that would never have otherwise occurred. A whole stream of events arise from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents and meetings and material assistance, which no one could have dreamed would come his way. Whatever you can do or dream you can do, begin it. Boldness has genius and power and magic in it. Begin it now. And I love that, the fact that you use that so, so nicely in the book. There's a piece in the book that it says, it's never too late or too early to change things for good. You got that, that quote, and that, that quote when I read it, it's on page 31, and you talk about telling people, do it. You know, don't put it off for another day. Don't put it off someday. Don't put it off for when you retire, when everything is perfect. 
Get going now. How many? I, in fact, I want to. I'm gonna throw this ball at, at, at Sam. But how many people who are listening around have some dreams and goals? You, you've talked about achieving some things you want to accomplish, things you've dreamt about, buying your parents a home, or going on a cruise, or or taking a a, a couple weeks off of vacation and sitting on the beach. How many have had a dream or goal that you've wanted to do, but for some reason you've been hesitant? Sam gonna tell you how to get it done. Go to work, Sam. Get to him. <laughs> John Legend, let's bring in a little John Legend here, Willie, said the future is already here and we are already late. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, Willie, you're talking about buying our parents a home or giving them an anniversary present or going on that cruise. And, and once again, we think, well, I'm busy right now. I'll do it later. And we assume that it will be there waiting for us when we're ready for it, and that is a prescription for regret. Yes. So here's a quick example about how we can hack that fear or that procrastination. You know, Judy Tenuta said, my parents always told me I wouldn't amount to anything because I procrastinated so much. I told them, just you wait. (laughs) 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 So, So, Willie, I was doing a workshop in Waikiki, and we were talking about this, and I asked people, I said, what are you waiting to do? And this woman put her hand up, and she said, Well, you know, I'm waiting to be more adventurous. And I said, well, like, what's an example? And she said, well, here I am in Waikiki. She said, I saw Jaws when I was a kid. Big mistake. You know, I haven't (laughs) set foot in an ocean since. I said, all right. One way to hack a fear is to make the daunting doable. Oh, say it again. One way to hack a fear is to make the daunting doable. Hmm. See, she's thinking about jaws and sharks and deep oceans, and you never know what's underneath there, and she could drown and all that, right? So, so don't go into the deep ocean. I said, do you know about the natatorium right here in Waikiki where Duke Kahanamoku used to train for the Olympics? And she said, no. I said, here, it's three feet deep. There's only one small opening in the seawall so the surf can't get in, and neither can the shark. <laughs> mm. I said, now, another way to hack a fear and that perpetual procrastination is to put a date on the calendar. I said, when are you leaving Hawaii? She said, two days. I said, then tomorrow is the day. I said, set your alarm and get a backup wake-up call from the hotel operator for 6 a.m. She said, why 6 a.m.? I said, because the sun rises up over Diamond Head. And you are going to be at water's edge, and you are going to step into the water the moment the sun rises over Diamond Head, because experiences are more meaningful when they're metaphorical. Mm. You know this, right? Yes. Experiences are more meaningful when they're metaphorical. So I said, now here's my card. Here's one other way to hack a fear. I said, promise me you're going to send me a picture of you there stepping into the ocean, So we can both celebrate that you've done something that's been holding you back all these years. So, Willie, guess what? Oh, and one more thing. I said, I can guarantee when that 6 a.m. alarm clock goes off and you get that wake-up call from the hotel operator, you know what's going to happen. You're going to want to turn back over. You're going to want to pull those covers back up. You're going to pull your head under the pillow. And here is what you ask yourself. What will matter a year from now. Mm. Will it matter a year from now that I got an extra hour of sleep? 
Will it matter a year from now that I stayed inside my comfort zone? Or will it matter a year from now that I gifted myself with an experience that I will always remember, that I will always remember stepping into that ocean, stepping into my life, and pushing fear aside and embracing life instead of avoid it? Mm. So wow. really, guess who, guess who I got a picture from <laughs> at the airport? There she was. So I'm asking people, what are you waiting to do? How can you hack the fear by making the daunting doable? How can you put a date on the calendar so it's not someday, it's this particular day? And who are you going to send a picture to of you doing this so that you are starting with this very happy end in mind where you're already celebrating it as a done deal instead of just filling your mind with doubt? Wow. 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 I love that. Someday, I've said in my speeches over the years, many people are living on what I call fantasy, fantasy owl. Someday owl. Someday owl. Someday owl. Someday I'll write a book. Someday I'll go on vacation. Someday I'll go to Hawaii. Someday I'll go to, uh, on a cruise. Someday I'll live my dreams. Someday I'll rather than understanding what you just said, that you might not have that someday. Do it now. Take action now. Don't put it off because life is short and unpredictable. Eat dessert first. Go out the comfort zone. Break down the ball, the, 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 the walls that keep you from doing it. I, I just thought about a, a friend of mine who, who's going to Hawaii, who just went to, over the weekend. I, I was with them last uh, Friday, and he said, it's my first time. I've been thinking about doing it, and my wife said, do it. And we finally did it, and I'm so excited. We took a jump of faith, a leap of faith. And as you and I both know, uh, our, our godmother, or my godmother and yours as well, Rosita Perez say, used to say, jump and grow wings on the way. And that will live you, help you live your dreams. Well, folks, we're going to take a quick break for station identification. This is Dr. Willie Jolly of the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. I got my special guest, Sam Horn. We're going to be right back. She's going to tell you how to get past procrastination and get on with living your dreams. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly. And for years, I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.Jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.Jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. 
And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. And I want to give everybody a shout out to say that you should also make a point. If you're listening on radio, then I know you are going to be inspired by this show. You're going to want to hear it again. Well, we got a couple times it plays during the week. But you can also, in a couple weeks, go to my podcast. It'll be up on my podcast. But you say, I want to get some of the other shows you've had, whether it's General Colin Powell, Bill Marriott, or Damon John, or Les Brown or Wally Famous Samus or uh, uh, John Maxwell or Ken Blanchard. I want some of that other, the other shows. Go to my podcast. You can get the podcast now on C-Suite Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn. Let me say it again. C-Suite Radio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, and iTunes. It will bless you and it's free. Okay, and beat free, F-R-E-E. So, <laughs> and also go to willyjolly.com slash gift. willyjolly.com slash gift. And get some of the free gifts we have there for you. We want to inspire people globally to do more, to be more, to achieve more, and to have better and more fun lives in the process. Make lots of money and have fun. You talk about in this book, Sam, and for, for those who might be joining us, who might be coming on Mayway, my guest is best-selling author, c- creative genius, iconic speaker, Sam Horn, who is a woman named Sam, and everybody in the speaking industry says, if you need a great thought, a great idea, call Sam. Well, uh, there's a quote here that says, are you the pilot? Or the passenger of your life. And the, the, then the, the quote says, the bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. Oh, I love that. Talk to me, Sam Horn. <laughs> you know, Willie, let's talk about relationships. Yes. I'm, I'm reading between the lines here. And yes. I'm thinking, I bet some people are thinking, well, I agree with you, but you don't understand. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm a single parent. I have two kids. Under, you know, if you don't understand is I'm taking care of my parents and they, you know, they have dementia or you don't understand. And, and they will start thinking about they can't be happy. They can't do this now. They don't have the freedom or autonomy. So let's talk about something they can do very quickly and they can sit down and they can share this with someone they're in a relationship with. Because what I have found, Willie, is that People often think I'm responsible. I don't, I, I cannot do this. I cannot let people down or, you know, someone won't let me or I'm too busy. And they are actually starting to resent the people in their lives, whether it's their spouse, even whether they're kids, they love their kids, but they feel like they don't have a life of their own anymore. They are, they are glad they're able to take care of their parents but they didn't think that they were going to be a full-time caregiver when they were in their 30s or 40s. So let's talk about this. Sound good? Yes, let's talk about that. Okay, let's put, if you, if, as long as you're not driving, just put a box on your notes. Just draw a big square. And, and Willie, you do this right now. And then I'm going to do it. talk about it in real time. Okay. okay. Now, divide that square, put a vertical line down the center and a horizontal line down the center so you have four little squares in the big box, okay? Got it. Okay, upper left-hand box is number one, okay? Uh-huh. Upper right-hand square is number two. Okay. Lower left is three. Yep. Lower right is four. Okay. Now, I'm going to ask a question, and if you can, you know, if you can write it down, go ahead. If not, just think about it, and then we'll tell you 
the, how to interpret this happiness box and what to do about it. Okay, box number one, upper left. What are you doing in your life that you want to? Go. Just start writing down all the things. Maybe what you're doing in your life that you want to is you're getting out and walking your dog every day. Maybe what you're doing in your life that you want to is you're spending time with, uh, you know, a romantic interest. Maybe what you're doing that you want that, that you want to is that you are saving money. Maybe what you're doing that you want is that you're uh, writing a book or um, singing in your local choir. So what are you doing in your life that you want to? Yes. Okay? Over in square two. What are you not doing that you want to? Maybe you're not working out every day and you want to. Maybe you're not starting your own business and you want to. Maybe you're not meeting new people and you want to. Maybe you're not traveling and you want to. So what are you not doing in your life and you want to? Got it. All right, lower left. What are you doing that you don't want to? Mm. Maybe you're working 60 hours a week and you don't want to. Maybe you're arguing with your spouse and you don't want to. Maybe you're commuting two hours a day and you don't want to. You know, maybe you're working for someone you don't like and you don't want to. Wow, okay. (laughs) Okay, now we're over in the lower right box, square four. What are you not doing and you don't want to? And you're thinking, well, that's a double negative. Yes, this is very important because these are the things in our life at one point that were toxic, that were undermining our happiness, and we successfully got them out of our life. And we've got to be really clear about maybe you used to smoke and you don't anymore, so you're not doing it and you don't want to. Maybe um, you used to uh, live in a city. And the sirens and the craziness and the busyness got to you and you moved out uh, in the suburbs where it's quiet and you've got green and grass around you and you don't want to live in a city again. So what are you not doing you don't want to? Wow. All right. Yes. Now, circle the answers in box one and four. All right. Uh-huh. That, that's, you know, it's no mystery to what makes us happy, Willie. Yep. Those are the answers to the happiness test. This is what is right with your life. This is what help this is what helps you like yourself and your life. Now, circle the answers in 2 and 3. Mm. This is this is what's wrong with our life. This is what's compromising our happiness. These these are our some days. Some day we're going to stop doing those things we don't want. Some day we're going to start doing those things we do want. Now, here's the question, Willie. Do you know anyone who's perfect? No, I don't. Yep. So, see, we're always going to have answers in square two and three, right? Because none of us are perfect. Willie, do you know what the question is? How long? John Foster Dulles said the mark of a successful individual is not whether he or she has problems. It's whether he or she has the same problems he had last year. <laughs> Say that one again, Sam. Say okay. that one again. Now, Willie, I remember running into you at Dulles Airport. So this is yes. Foster Dulles, and his original quote was The mark of a successful organization is not whether it has problems, it's whether it has the same problems it had last year. Mm. So, see, this is where some days lurk. This is where regrets work because we know we don't want to be doing them and we're doing them. We know we're doing them and we don't want to. So let me tell you one of my favorite success stories is that there was a 30-something man 
And I asked what his dream was, and, and his answer broke my heart. Do you know what he said, Willie? What's that? I don't dream anymore. It's too painful. Woo! Ouch! Yeah, I know. He had, he had two kids, one with special needs, and he loves his kids and he loves his wife. But he said, my life is nothing like I thought it would be. Wow. He said, you know, my son rarely sleeps through the night. We're both exhausted. We started to, we sacrificed everything. He said, it's, it's like, I can't, I can't dream because it just is so far away and so distant. My life is nothing like I thought I would want. So what I asked him is, all right, please fill out this happiness box with your spouse because, and agree to be honest. So, see, what they were both doing that they didn't want is they started to resent each other. They started to kind of, like, snipe at each other, you know, make little cutting remarks and so forth. Right. And they were doing it, but they didn't want to. What they were not doing is that he used to love games. Hmm. And he, you know, who had time for game night, right? And she used to really be fit and be into yoga and so forth. So here's what they decided. Monday night is her night. It's yoga night. He picks up the kids. He takes care of the kids. And, and her night is free. She can come home when she wants to, what she wants, but she usually goes to a yoga class. Wednesday night is his night. Is that, you know, she, she takes care of the kids, and he goes usually to a local bar, and he plays games with his friends. And Friday night, they have realized that if they want the romance back in their marriage, that as Esther Hicks said, my happiness is on me, so you're off the hook. Wow. <laughs> if, if, if we want romance back in our marriage, then now they swap with another couple in their neighborhood. So this Friday night, they take care of the other two kids and their two kids so that couple can go out and have date night. And then the next Friday, that couple takes care of their two kids. It, and, Willie, here is something they decided to do that I think is brilliant. Yes. They agree that when they go out on Friday night, they have to go somewhere new and do something new. They cannot just go to the mall and see a movie. They cannot just go to a restaurant and have dinner because that's not romantic if it's, if it's same old, same old, right? Wow. So, that- see, they go to – go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, I don't know if you know, but Dee and I have a marriage book that's become very popular, uh, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And we've been married going on 34 years, haven't had an argument in 30 years. And one of the points we talk about is keep the romance alive. And you must have a date night as part of your routine because it is important to keep that which got you started and got you interested in the first place alive. And you're right, it's, it's important to make that a priority and not somebody, not something you put off to later till the kids are grown or, or till everything is perfect or till you got enough money. You just do something, even if you sometime. Now, look, we started having date night when we had no money. We'd sit in front of the television eating Jiffy Pop popcorn, uh, and the kids knew that was our date night. We go now uh, on Thursday nights, our date night. Now, kids are gone. They're grown. They're on their own. But we go to Walmart, hold hands. We might go to Target one <laughs> night. We would be out of town, or we we'd go to some local uh, uh, place in that city where people say, oh, we just might go for a walk. But it's, a, it's the process of doing something together. I think that's profound, and I'm glad you shared it. By the way, I want to say something you say in the book. You say you believe you're never too old for new dreams. 
And I believe that's important because many people, they talk themselves out of dreaming because of their age or their stage or their point in life or their finances or the, the fact, like you said, with, with little children that people say, well, I, I can't afford to have a date night. Or you said be creative about that. Come up with new ideas. Real quick, I want people to know, we got about 30 seconds in this segment. Where can they reach you and get that book? They can, of course, go to Amazon or their favorite bookseller or go to IntrigueAgency.com, I-N-T-R-I-G-U-E-Agency.com, and my TEDx talk is there and uh, information on the book and free articles. All right, folks, so I want you to look up Sam Horn. That's the easiest name I've ever heard of to find on Google, <laughs> S-A-M-H-O-R-N, Sam Horn. She is brilliant. She will bless you this book. But we're going to come right back. She's got some more things in this book. This book is fabulous. I could not put it down. So this is Dr. Willie Jolly, special guest, Sam Horn. And for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. But Lord, since I've met you, all that's changed in the blink of an Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. And there's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to WJSpeaks.com. Dot com slash billionaire. WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and will help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come.
This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show, and I am so excited. I got my special guest, Sam Horn. For those who uh, weren't on at the beginning, she's the one who came up with my title, Turn Your Setbacks into Greenback. Woo! Every time I think about a greenback coming my way after having a setback, and it was because I called her. I said, Sam, I need some help with this title. Because everybody said, well, you got a title issue. You got a problem with thinking through a, a thought, a creative idea. Call Sam. And so I called her, and we had been friends for years, but as always, she blessed me, and I had to give her a shout-out in the beginning of the book and thank her. Look, folks, her, her new book is out. It's, it's a tremendous, tremendous book. I received a copy, and I called her immediately. I called her immediately, said, Sam, Sam. I need to have you on my XM show, on my podcast. The book is called Someday is Not a Day in the Week. Wow. Because we got so many people who procrastinate. Procrastination is the biggest nation in the world. And people procrastinate. They talk about things they want to do, things they're (laughs) hoping to do, but they don't do it. And they die with their music inside of them. They die with their dreams. You know, uh, Miles Monroe said, where is the richest place in the world? It's the graveyard. All of the people who had great ideas that would have made them wealthy, that would have given them life, that would have given them joy, but they took that idea with them to their grave because they put it off. Don't put it off. So, Sam Horn, before we go further, I want people to know how they can bring you in to either consult with them, to speak for them. How do they reach Sam Horn, and where can they get this book? Well, they can uh, get in touch. Uh, my sister has been running my business for 20 years. It's like the best of all worlds, really. So you can call Sherry at 805-528-4351. Or email her at sherry at intrigueagency.com and uh, ask for our newsletter. We feature success stories in every newsletter because I think there's just no substitute for saying, you mean that person was able to do that? You mean someone like me in similar circumstances was able to pull that off? It really shows that, once again, you don't have to wait until you retire or you don't have to have a lot of money and you uh, don't even have to have a lot of support that there are things that you can do that really dramatically increase the quality of your life now, not someday. So call Sherry. Um, one of my, can I tell you one of my quick stories? Please. About, uh, great. Um, you talked about how I love speaking at conventions. I love working with organizations. So Nationwide brought me in because they wanted to talk about careers, and they wanted to talk about taking responsibility for getting your own promotion or pay raise or project instead of, being quietly dissatisfied and how to really make your career goals happen now, not someday. So I'll always remember we shared some of these ideas, and a, and a gentleman came up to me afterwards, and he said, I'm the poster child for your book. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, I'm, I'm the shy guy who's worked in IT for 25 years. He said, I take a bus to work, I put in my time, I turn around, I go home. I take the bus to work, I put in my time. He said, then one of the the women in my department found out that I do photography in my spare time, and he asked if I would shoot the fashion show for the professional women's uh, development uh, fair. So I did, and the pictures turned out pretty well. So people started saying, will you come in and take pictures of this retirement party and this birthday party? And he says, now I'm the photographer for the leadership series. He said, 
Nationwide has turned into my like my own private cheers. You know, everyone knows. Wow. He said, I love work. I never know what's going to happen that week. All I know is it's going to be different and interesting. He said, now I look forward coming into work instead of just putting in my time. Wow. I love that story. Cause I love me. that story. I, there's so many stories in this book. I just, I literally could not put it down. Every day, every time I would get one story, I'd say, wow, that's a good story. That's a good story. Ooh, that's a good story. Ooh, that's a good story. And you've got it broken down in these, these sections about how to just help you break through the procrastination. And many people procrastinate. This will get you off of your, get you off of your asset. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> it will get you up and going and it will help you get away from the naysayers. It'll help you get it on. It'll help you move more. It'll help you take action. Uh, say goodbye to what's weighing you down and, hel and hello to what lifts you up. Woo! <laughs> Sam, only you can come up with these subtitles and these only Sam Horn. All right, look, look, look. I gotta get, I gotta get someone. How about this one? People can't jump on your bandwagon if it's parked in the garage. What's an example of that? Well, you know, one my daughter-in-law is called Mickey Agrawal, and what I have found is, for many of us, we don't go if we don't know, right? Right. <laughs> Like, people think, well, I want to start a business, but I don't know how. I want to write a book. I want to be a speaker like Willie, but I don't know how. Well, I'm going to suggest two things. Number one, GTS that stuff. Now, GTS is Google that stuff for us uh, boomers, Willie. It's uh, guess what it is for millennials. Yep, you can imagine. So <laughs> I guarantee if people go online right now and just put in how do I blank? How do I start a dog walking business? How do I become a better speaker? How do I do this? Up will come all kinds of free information about how you can move this forward. How can I meet people in my area? How can I start my own uh, meetup group for chess? You, whatever it is you want to do, there will be steps for you to take to set it in motion. Now, the thing is, is please don't go solo. Because, um, you know, my son Andrew started a nonprofit. Right. Yes. I've done a, a fundraiser for him. Willie, and see, you remember. Yep. If, if you try and start something in your bedroom, it's probably never going to get off the ground because it's only your energy, only your conviction, only your vision, only your discipline. So Andrew was very fortunate because he got a desk at the Affinity Lab, which is like rework. And what happened is that the first day on the job, someone said, well, what are you doing? Well, I'm trying to get this, this park and recreation to give us permission. Oh, well, call Rob. He's a good friend. He's, he'll help you out. Next day, what is he doing? Well, I'm trying to do this. Oh, well, you know, you can use my proposal, my grant proposal. So, see, he got his bandwagon out of his bedroom. <laughs> wow. He got his bandwagon out of his garage. Do not go solo. Do not supply your own energy. James Rollins, a New York Times best-selling author, was a veterinarian. On his birthday, 40th birthday, he came home, sat down at 8 o'clock at night. He's eating a TV tray, a TV meal off a tray, and here comes Tony Robbins on. And Tony Robbins said, what's your dream? He said, if you don't get off the couch right now and do something to make it a reality, it will never happen. Right. James Rollins got up, 
picked up the phone, called his local Barnes & Noble, joined a Tuesday night writer support group. He now has 18 New York Times bestsellers under his belt. It never would have happened if he hadn't gotten his bandwagon out of his garage, given other people an opportunity to encourage him, to mentor him, to support him, to help him make it happen. Wow. Any final words on wisdom on how we can clarify what's important and do it now instead of waiting for a someday that may never come? Paulo Coelho said, one day you're going to wake up and there won't be any time left mm. to do the things you've always wanted to do. I am asking you, each of you, what is one thing you want to do? Put it on the calendar. When are you going to pick up that phone and call someone to, to support you or show you the way or, or maybe celebrate it with you? You know, where are you going to go that's new? When are you going to sit down with someone and do your happiness box and then talk about how you can put romance in your marriage instead of resentment? Right. What is one thing you're waiting to do? Put it on the calendar. Do it. You will never regret doing it. You will only regret not doing it sooner. Wow, that's incredible. I'm going to close with a story. That's Sam Horn, and you can get more info. Real quick, Sam, and then I'm going to close with a story. Uh, where can they reach you? We'll make it simple. If they go to samhorn.com, S-A-M-H-O-R-N.com, it's got everything that they want to really do a deep dive into this. Samhorn.com. I'll close with mm -hmm. this. I recently went to a premiere of a new movie about Howard Thurman. Howard Thurman was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor and encouraged him to study a guy named Mahatma Gandhi that Howard Thurman had met when he went to India. And that's where the young Martin Luther King learned about the nonviolence method. And, and Howard Thurman said something. He said, imagine you come to the end of your life and all around your bed on your deathbed are all these ghoulish figures with bulging eyes and hideous sounding voices saying you you don't understand we are the dreams that God gave you to bring to life and now we must die with you how dare you don't let your dreams die that God has given you. So I want to thank everybody for listening today. I want to thank you for being part of my network. Share this. Put it out to the world. Tell Lottie, Dottie, and everybody about Dr. Willie Jolly and these programs that we prepare for you. So go to williejolly.com slash gift. williejolly.com slash gift. Get the free gift that we put there for you. Audiobooks, ebooks messages that inspire you go to jollymarriage.com to get the free chapter that we have to help you grow your relationship and then go to attitudeofexcellence.com and get the free chapter from the new book that will help you grow yourself and your business and remember for sure your best is yet to come god bless you
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.